a very good afternoon here to everyone listening. And we are at Friday. And of course, um, delighted to be joined by our president and CEO here at USISPF, Dr. Mukesh Aghi. Uh, Dr. Aghi, welcome and hope you've had a good week. Thank you, Akshab. I had a great week. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, it's a different time in the world right now. Um, uh, all eyes are on the Russia-Ukraine conflict uh, or escalate, escalation rather. And given India has abstained from its vote at the UN Security Council, what does it mean for New Delhi, given Washington's concerns on the tension between Moscow and Kiev? Where does India fit in? Well, this is a conflict, uh, a rising conflict between the United States and Russia. And uh, it is not a conflict for India. So India has to walk a tightrope while maintaining relationships with Russia and building a strong partnership with United States. So the role India played in the UN by abstaining was the right thing. And US has to sort this one out with Russia and Europe in partnership with NATO. And India has nothing to do with it. Right. And absolutely. And I think it's very critical to understand that India does maintain a very good relation with Moscow while also maintaining a good strategic partnership with Washington. And uh, India, of course, believes in a multipolar world. So that's sort of New Delhi's understanding right now, uh, that India does not want to be uh, seen as a pawn in a larger conflict. No, that's correct. But you have to understand uh, the Biden administration's overall strategy was to pivot towards Asia focus its resources in Indo-Pacific region. Uh, the Quad uh, was a right platform to move forward. AUKUS was orchestrated as another uh, Indo-Pacific uh, direction itself. And the events in Ukraine seems to dictate a reaction from Biden administration rather than the even being under control of the administration. So it's important while this is being managed that Indo-Pacific is not ignored because that's where the whole focus has to be and that's where India gets impacted and that's where India can support uh, a cohesive uh, strategy between India and the U.S. Right. And there's a very important point you mentioned about the Indo-Pacific, particularly now in the era of the Quad and the AUKUS. Um, like Russia, there's sort of another revanchist power in China, which of course has spread its sort of uh, a sphere of influence, as we like to say in geopolitics, around the South China Sea and around the East China Sea, around Taiwan. And we've seen what happened on the Galwan Valley border as well with India. Uh, how do you see uh, this role right now for Washington to play in the Indo-Pacific? Do you feel that too much conflict on in Eastern Europe may maybe someone's taking the eye off the ball with regards to the Indo-Pacific? I think uh, I would say the oxygen has been sucked out when our focus is in Europe, and I'm not saying in, uh, Asia Pacific is being ignored, but the focus which was there early on, uh, that seems to sway towards Europe. And it is important that uh, US, India, Australia, Japan get focused more and more, uh, trying to ensure that there is a international uh, rule of the law, uh, there's more peace and stability in the region itself. Right. And you mentioned the four Quad powers. We know the Quad foreign ministers meeting is going to happen uh, this month uh, later in Australia, uh, while the focus of the Quad is Indo-Pacific uh, and, and Russia and Ukraine do not feature in that. Do you feel that because of the priority that Washington is giving this escalation, that that could perhaps come up as a security concerns 
or would the quad should keep completely away from it and focus on the key things of vaccine diplomacy and supply chains in the Indo-Pacific? No, it, it could come. You have to understand in multiple ways. One is, is uh, you know, uh, President Putin met with uh, President Xi uh, last 24 hours, and there have been a discussion how they can collaborate more and more. And there's a risk for India there, because India has some of its critical supplies of S-400 and, and nuclear submarines coming from Russia. The question is, will China put pressure on Russia to basically withdraw those, some of these technologies, or China will put pressure on India in indirect way so it does not align closely with the US. So I see a lot of uh, moving parts here, but the key thing is, is the Quad should stay focused, keep on driving the agenda. And yes, while the Ukraine crisis continues, uh, it is important that the Asia-Pacific region or the Indo-Pacific region is not forgotten. Right. On, on a final note, uh, you mentioned about S-400, but it's also important that CATSA sanctions, the waivers do come in because India is a strategic partner and, and not beholden uh, to either Moscow or Washington in its only defense priorities. Right? No, absolutely. I have to understand CATSA is a U.S. law which you can't apply to a sovereign country. So it will be silly to sanction India because of that. And you have to understand S-400 missiles are pointing towards China. Uh, and that's what Indo-Pacific region is about trying to maintain stability. So from that perspective, I think it will be silly to impose sanction on India because of CATSA. Right. Absolutely. Well, in, in six minutes or less, we have really traversed the world from Russia, Ukraine to the Indo-Pacific. As always, thank you so much for your insight, Dr. Aghi. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.